0: Hi everyone, this is Andrew Prima, Ukrainian-American, reporting from Kyiv. In today's podcast, week 67 of war in Ukraine, and this is the first week of June 2023. In today's podcast, Russia destroyed Kakhovka Dam in Kherson region, committing the largest ecocide of 21st century. We're also going to talk about the dynamics of the war and the start of counteroffensive by Ukraine Armed Forces. Kakhovka dam disaster: the destruction of the Kakhovka dam was the fast-moving disaster that is swiftly evolving into a long-term environmental catastrophe katast- affecting drinking water, food supplies and ecosystems reaching reaching into the black sea on tuesday night june 6 the russian troops blew up the kahovka hydroelectric power plant in the Kherson region cities and towns below the dam including part of Kherson, with a total of 80 settlements were in the zone of possible floating according to the data, data of the Kherson city administration the residents of 80 settlements of the region are at risk of floating including such cities as Kherson and occupied nova Kachovka. currently 16,000 people live in the critical floating zone on the right bank of the Kherson region alone even more damage will be caused to the population on the left bank which is currently controlled by the Russian forces. Most of the villages and towns at risk of floating are located there and they're not being helped and evacuated. Russian forces are busy to evacuate ammunition and themselves. Ukrainian authorities previously stated that the dam's failure could unleash 18 million cubic meters or point eight billion gallons of water warning that it would flood your and dozens of other heavily populated areas the world data center for geoinformatics and sustainable development estimated that nearly 100 villages and towns would be flooded adding that it would take five to seven days for the water levels to start dropping in addition to the flooding the damage at the dam could affect the supply of drinking water to the crimea peninsula which is currently occupied by the russian forces and deplete water levels levels upstream that help cool the zaporizhia nuclear power plant which is europe's largest nuclear power facility engineering and munitions experts point to deliberate explosion as the most logical reason behind the Kakhovka dam explosion according to several experts hard evidence of deliberate explosion was very limited given that the dam was located in an active war zone but an internal explosion was the luckiest explanation for the destruction of the dam a massive structure of steel reinforced concrete which was completed in 1956. The breach would have required hundreds of pounds of explosives to cause the kind of destruction that occurred An external detonation bomb bomb or missile would exert only a fraction of its force against the dam, the expert concluded. Over 1,300 people have been rescued or primitively evacuated from the float zone in the first 24 hours of the explosion after the explosion the agriculture minister of Ukraine also predicted on june 7th the disruption caused to the biodiversity in the region by flooding would have unprecedented economic and envirom- environmental consequences for years to come the collapse of the novakakhovka dam in southern Ukraine has sparked fears of an ecological catastrophe the Ukrainian president uh, Volodymyr Zelensky explained the situation is an environmental bomb of mass destruction water levels on Wednesday of last week continued to rise of the Russian occupied dam and hydroelectric electric power plant was damaged early on Tuesday forcing more than 1,400 people to flee their homes and threatening vital water supplies as floating inundated towns, cities, and farmland. Currently, the consequences are catastrophic. More than 40,000 people have been affected. Homes and infrastructure have been destroyed, land has become unsuitable for agriculture and water supply can, be, can be, has been disrupted in a number of regions both in the government control areas and in the territories that temporarily occupied by the russian forces concerns are now turning to the dangers to wildlife farmlands settlements and water supplies from the flood waters and possible continui- continui- Contamination from industrial chemicals and oil leaked from the hydropower plant into the Dnipro River. The Ukrainian Agriculture Ministry said in a statement the next day on Wednesday that 10,000 hectares or 25,000 acres of agricultural land are expected to flood on the right bank, the west side, controlled by Ukraine. It was several times more on the left bank, the ministry added. The collapse has left 94% of irrigation system in Kherson, 74% in the Parisia, and 30% in the Dnipro region without a source of water. The ministry added that the dam will lead to fields in southern Ukraine turned into the desert. So the terrorist attack on the Kahovka dam. Cause enormous damage to the region's people and the environment. Unfortunately, the situation worsens daily. Agricultural land has been washed away, and the consequences from the flooding of local farmland are likely to be felt for years, causing billions of dollars of damage to the people, farming business, and the land. land Landmines are also being dislodged by the floodwaters, prompting concerns not just for Kherson residents but also those coming to assist. In addition, the river has been contaminated with 150 tons of oil products from the hydropower plant and another 300 tons are at risk of leaking, which may spread downstream to the Black Sea. Ecological damage for the dam's collapse in the southern region will be more than 1.5 billion though the consequences have just started to be tailed moreover the black sea has begun to become desalinated and the sal- the salinity of the water near odessa region is almost three times lower than the normal level the interruption of water flow has affected households, municipal networks, the agricultural irrigation systems in Kherson, Zaporizhia, and even temporarily occupied Crimea. The flood potential affected around 100,000 people directly, while up to 1, 1 million people could lose their access to the drinking water. As a nation, as Ukrainians, we accepted that this has happened, and we must deal with it and do our best to save the region and its people. But what is sickening is that while the rescue teams from Ukraine and overseas evacuating people from the roofs of flooded homes, the Russian forces have been shelling the aff- afflicted areas since day one of the, d- of the disaster on Sunday, These animals opened fire on civilians in boats during an evacuation from severely affected areas. As a result, three people died and ten were injured, though several wounded were able to reach the Kherson Hospital, where doctors continued to fight for their lives. In modern society, you know it, several serial killers and repeat offenders. I am imprisoned for life. Why? Because you cannot change the way these criminals think or act if you give them freedom, they will torture, rape, or kill again, and simply their nature. Do you think this case with a terrorist or Russian terrorist state is different? Not at all. So Ukraine armed forces trying to end this nightmare by accumulating as much weapons as possible and start and start the counteroffensive but before we discuss that why do you think Russians did that? why they destroyed the Kakhovka dam? the big counteroffensive is coming and Ukraine is ready for this and Russia knows it very well and try to use any possible way to stop it they would not have been able to keep our troops in the Kakhovka area in the Kherson area so they decided to blow up the dam choose the lesser evil they destroyed the fortifications on the left bank though but delayed the movement of our troops in the direction for the at least a month the water will go down for another three or four days after it goes down it will all dry out in a few weeks that is it will be impossible to move through these flooded lands for at least several weeks here the russians have postponed the terms of our offensive in the Kherson region the forcing of the dnipro of the Kahovka reservoir well let's see how things will develop ukraine commanders were prepared for such move by russians and definitely have a plan b for such actions it was clear that the Russians were ready to blow up the hydroelectric plant when they captured it. They mined the engine rooms and they were ready to blow it up when it's a good time. The Russians had been preparing for the detonation for at least two weeks. They moved immediately to the third line of defense located behind the flood zone and are now holding it. But there is a surface of water ahead so they have nothing to worry about on this part of the front the russians had the least amount of forces and means they didn't have a lot of them there realizing that they had a hydroelectric explosion button and at any moment they would create this problem to stop the ukrainian forces that is the number of troops that were in the Kherson direction remained there but of course we can shift these reserves to the east one of the reasons why the hydroelectric power plant could be blown up was precisely to cover the withdrawal of russian troops from the herson direction to cover from a military point of view because if we started to force across the dnieper river they would have to flee they would leave a lot of equipment many russians would be captured and there would be a lot of dead people. So, Ukraine armed forces started dictating the rules of the war recently. The actions of Ukrainian troops led to the cessation of offensive actions of the Russian invaders in all occupied regions. These regions are Zaporizhia, the Donbass region, and Kherson regions. The second army of the world, the second strongest army of the world, which talked about taking Kiev in three days, is now proud of, of the fact that they somehow managed to hold the defense under blows of the Ukrainians. Although the enemy still has a much larger number of combat equipment, heavy weapons, tanks, and especially aviation. So Russia is trying to create the impression that a major Ukrainian offensive has begun. And the Russian army has allegedly already repelled it. In fact, the Ukraine is forcing the enemy into a battle of attrition that can last more than one month. If you remember, the same strategy was used liberating the Kharkiv region and the Kherson region, where part of the great battle of attrition was fought for many months in 2022, and the Russians and the Russian front. Could not withstand this strain, not everything is going the way we want it as well. We have some issues and struggle sometimes, just like the enemy, but Ukrainian soldiers at every take every opportunity as always selfishly go forward and hold the positions. The military support work of the second line, which is reconnaissance weapon supplies, should support the struggle. And help the frontline with drones that are a key importance in positional combat no matter what meetings we hold no matter how many procurements are announced all this is not enough drones are needed now first of all it is an absolute priority the second priority is electronic warfare equipment to protect against the russian drones delivery of drones and electromagnetic warfare systems produced by allied countries are no less important and the production of drones and electromagnetic warfare in ukraine is also of no less importance we're interested in maximum purchases to increase the production the battle of ukraine continues and it will be long it is important for us in this fight to throw as many drones as many as many equipment and shells into the bottle as possible to throw as few people into the bottle as possible to reduce our losses as much as possible so Ukrainian forces untestified their counter-offensive over the weekend claiming to have breached Russians defenses and liberated at least three villages in the southeast of the country The Ukrainian army said that on Sunday it had liberated Blahodatne, Niskuchne and Makarivka villages, so those three villages in the south of the Donetsk region, marking a break in at least one layer of Russian fortifications. Ukrainian soldiers posted a video of themselves raising the country's national flag on a building in Blahodatne and holding their brigade colors in Neskuchne. In Hanna Malyar, Ukraine's deputy, deputy defense minister, said late on Sunday that Makarivka, a third village further south, had also been liberated as our troops continued their assault operations. Kyiv has long been reluctant to admit that a counteroffensive had started, but on Saturday Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky said that the counteroffensive and respective defensive actions are underway. Ukraine said on Sunday its troops had recaptured a fourth village in a cluster of settlements in the southeast, a day after reporting the first small gains of counteroffensive against the Russian forces. Soldiers held up the Ukrainian flag in in the Donetsk region in unverified video footage posted online, and the Defense Minister thanks the 35th Separate Brigade of Marines for regaining control of the village. Ukraine has enforced strict operational silence to avoid compromising an operation it hopes will retake swathes of land in the east and south and threaten the land bridge russia uses to supply the occupied crimea peninsula russia which said last week the counteroffensive had begun has depicted it as a failure so far posting blue images blur images of destroyed american and german-made fighting vehicles and tanks however the situation cannot be verified the ukraine said on sunday its forces had liberated three villages, and that lie on the edge of Donetsk region next to the Zaporizhia region. The reported advance of, if confirmed, appears modest, with Makarivka about 5 km or 3 miles from what had been the front line. Makarivka, which is 90 kilometers or about 50 miles from the southern rim of the Russian Land Bridge, of the sea of azov some prominent russian military bloggers said fighting for makarivka was still raging but confirmed ukrainian forces had taken blagodatne and Niskuchne villages russia has built sprawling fortifications to defense against an attack by ukrainian troops trained and equipped by the western allies ukraine's armed forces general staff said in its regular fighting update, the 25 battles raged in the previous 24 hours near Bakhmut, Avdiivka, and marinka in the Donetsk region, and near Bilohorodka in the Luhansk region. Serhiy Chirivati, the spokesperson for the Eastern Military Command, said Ukrainian forces had continued to counterattack on the flanks of Bakhmut and had pushed. Russian forces back by up to seven to eight hundred meters. The Ukraine counteroffensive will gain full speed soon, and the damage of Kahovka hydroelectric plant will not stop our forces from liberating the land. Glory to Ukraine. Glory to Ukrainian soldiers. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to my podcast. And if you liked it, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Available now wherever you get your podcasts.